Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Big news, AFTV are coming to Ghana. We are coming to Ghana in Africa between the 6th and 12th of February, and we're gonna be meeting Ghanaian Arsenal fans and doing a watch party around the West Ham versus Arsenal football game. You do not wanna miss this, so Ghana, get ready. We are coming, AFTV. Hi, welcome along to AFTV Transfer Daily. Hi and welcome along to AFTV Transfer Daily, the show that keeps you up to date with players that have been linked with a January transfer move to Arsenal. Um, first of all, before we get into the rumours, it was really, really good to see the Arsenal players training over there in Dubai yesterday. As a matter of fact, um, a very good friend of mine actually got a chance of a lifetime. He got to meet all the players. He met Arteta, he met... Um, Declan Rice, Saka, everybody. His pictures were unreal. Um, and also, he gave me a little bit of intel as well. He told me um, that, you know, Jesus was training with a full first team. So that's a great sign to see that he's training with a full first team. However, Zinchenko, um, Timber and Partey, they all trained alone, which would suggest that, obviously, we know with Timber, um, he's not near it yet. Um, Partey, we've been told, remember I said that um, hopefully he should be back um, in time for that game against Nottingham Forest right at the end of the month. That's the speculation. Not sure about Zinchenko, though. What was he training away from the main group? Is there still an issue with him? Um, But those three trained away from the main group, but the rest all trained. And um, good to see that they're getting some training and relaxation in. I saw some people having a go yesterday because they saw a picture of... uh, Saka uh, sort of chilling out. Um, I think it looked like he was on a yacht or something. Listen, they're there to relax as well, recharge their batteries and hopefully get back to the type of form that they were before. So I ain't against that. You know what I mean? As well as uh, working hard and training and running and doing all the, you know, shooting practice, as well as all that, you've got to relax as well. So I'm glad to see that they are relaxing over there. um, And let's hope that they can come back better than how they left, right? And that we can win that next game against Crystal Palace. But onto the rumours. Um, TV Play, this outlet called TV Play today, claiming that uh, Dusan Vlajevic is not a deal that we can discount this month because they're saying that um, Juventus may be interested in a player-plus-cash deal. Um, now, we know that... Um, you know, Juventus have been taking a look at Charlie Patino. They had um, 
scouts at his game, uh, Swansea game, at the weekend where he scored against Morecambe. And it's said that Juventus um, may be interested in, um, you know, a deal which could include Charlie Patino. Now, I'm looking into what's been said here, and I have to say it just appears like pure speculation to me. You know, we report the rumours on this show, but I wouldn't hold out much for that. I still don't think that uh, Juventus are going to sell Vlajevic. In fact, one of their directors came out, didn't he? And he said that they're not looking to sell Vlajevic at all, let alone this window. Um, So I still see that one as unlikely, but that one is a rumour today. It's all about strikers today, actually, because um, Brian Brobbery is a new name um, that has popped up. Um, He plays for Ajax, uh, 21 years of age, and um, said to be valued at around about £15 million. Centre forward. Now, according to the Mirror, they're claiming that two teams hold a big interest in him, Manchester United and also Arsenal. You know, we're going to be linked with absolutely every striker going right now. He scored uh, 12 goals in all competitions this season for Ajax. Um, got a contract that goes till 2027. Don't know a lot about him. But listen, Arsenal always interested in players that play for Ajax. Um, it seems to me more like the interest here is coming from Manchester United more than um, Arsenal. But obviously, Arsenal, as they're in their hunt for a striker, will be tracking a player like Brian Brobbery. But no noise yet that Arsenal uh, you know, maybe made a bid or are in for him heavily or anything like that. But um, being heavily linked with Brian Brobbery today, again, it looks to me more like a Man United link. The thing is... Uh, Manchester United got a lot of constraints on them right now, probably would struggle to get a deal done um, like this in January because they're going to want more than a £15 million valuation. Let's be real about this. Um, So that's why um, there's a lot of outlets saying maybe Arsenal would be the team to go for him. Again, let's wait and see how that one develops out. Um, Also, a lot of rumours around Joshua Zerczy of Bologna over there in Italy. He's a Dutch player. He's uh, 22 years of age, uh, formerly um, was at Bayern Munich, um, Bayern Munich from being very young, sent on several different loans, um, Anderlecht was one of them, um, and has ended up um, at Bologna, sold to Bologna, and he's been having a very, very good season for Bologna. Big, tall striker, six foot four inches, um, which makes him a lot different to the strikers that we have at the moment, you know what I mean, Eddie... Gabriel Jesus, both of them sort of very, very similar, but Zerkzy is um, a much bigger um, striker at six foot four. I don't know a lot about him. I don't know what his aerial prowess is like, but listen, certainly we've been saying for a long time, Arsenal could do with a different type of striker, someone who's good in the air, someone who's really good at that sort of hold up play and can bring other players into uh, and be a threat in and around the box. Um, seven goals in 19 appearances this season. So not exactly ripping it. Decent, you know, but not ripping it. You know what I mean? Ripping it for me is one in two. Um, and he hasn't got that one in two yet. But listen, he's a young player, um, Dutch player, and um, Arsenal being heavily linked with him today. His valuation said to be around about £30 million. But Bologna are saying that they would only sell him if they got a big, big offer this month. And that would have to be something in the region of around about 50 million. Um, I, I think they paid about 7 million for him. 
Um, it's the Telegraph with this rumour today um, about Josh Rezerkzy. Decent player, but 50 million? I mean, this is the thing about um, the market right now for strikers. I don't know if it's me, but some of these prices just seem really inflated. And that's the problem with January transfer windows is that teams know that if you're coming in and looking at one of their players, you're probably desperate. You know, not get, in, in our case, there's not a good performance at the moment in the striking department. And they will charge a premium. Strikers are already at a premium and they will charge a premium on top. That is what Arsenal are suffering from this January transfer window. And that is why it's so difficult a window to do business. Of course, yesterday we spoke about uh, Borgia Mayorel of Getafe. Now, according to the journalist uh, Ben Jones, uh, sorry, Dean Jones, he's saying that um, the player is keen on a move to the Premier League. Um, there's also been other suggestions I've seen that he'd jump at a chance to join Arsenal. I'm sure he would um, because, you know, playing for Arsenal is way more higher profile than playing for a club like Getafe. No disrespect to Getafe. We know that uh, Arsenal have reportedly uh, put in this bid of, 20, of uh, £22 million, which has been rejected by Getafe. Again, when I'm talking about inflated markets... They're said to be looking for something in the region of around thirty-nine million pounds. Now, a lot of money again, and with a lot of these strikers, we don't know if they can transfer that to the Premier League. We don't know if they're just having a purple patch. You know, they could be having a wonderful season, but are they the striker that Arsenal need long term? Is that Mayoral? Is that Xerxes? Is that Brobbery? Or some of the other names that have been mentioned, Solanke and all these sort of guys. Are they just having a purple patch and having a great season at the moment? Or are they the answer? That is the, the question that, um, you know, the uh, guys like Edu have to solve when they're trying to select these players. And I think this, uh, this one, getting a striker in, is going to be absolutely so important that they have to get it right. A um, couple of days ago, I, I mentioned this rumour linking Alexander Isak with a move to Arsenal. Um, I kind of just sort of said, you know, it's out there. A lot of people talking about it in the press, but I think it's a bit ridiculous. But it's emerging today that there could be something in this. Now, not, not that there's a specifically Arsenal have gone and inquired about Isak, but Newcastle, it turns out, you know, they're sailing really close to the wind when it comes to um, FFP. Um, some of their latest reports that have come out suggest that they may have overspent, even though you have to take into account that some of that money is uh, for the women's team that they're developing and some other things that won't exactly count against them on the balance sheet. But they're very close to, you know, the, the FFP restrictions. And, you know, they, they came out, um, their, their team and they've sort of said listen in order for us to you know go again in the market we're probably going to have to let one of our big players go and there's been a lot of rumors around Bruno could it be Bruno Gimaresh could it be Botman could it be Isak for them to be able to spend big again they're probably going to have to let one of these players go and they've admitted that um even citing the fact that, you know, West Ham let Declan Rice go and that enabled them to buy free players and move on again. It's interesting. Whether they'd sell Isak or not is a different question um, to me. 
he's been an excellent sign and he is really really delivered and actually going back to what I was saying before about sometimes our player just going for a purple patch remember when Isak came in there was a lot of questions around him is he clinical enough is he the guy can he do it in the Premier League well he's proven that so it just goes to show that even the other way it can go because we're not exactly ultra prolific when he was at Rio Sociedad, but he's come into Newcastle and into the Premier League and he's been absolutely brilliant. So going to be interesting in that situation. I think that's more a situation to watch in the summer. Um, I think what's happening now, what we're seeing is stricter FFP rules. So teams can't just go and do what Chelsea did or what Man City did and just go ballistic. You know, if you've got rich owners like what Newcastle have got, they've got to stick to these rules and they're finding that even though they've got billions and billions to spend, there's constraints. And I guess that's FFP working in the right way and working in a fairer way than what it's worked in in the past, which has allowed some clubs to just, you know, blow everybody out of the water when it comes to signings. So the ESAC one, we'll have to keep an eye on. But those are some of the strikers being linked with Arsenal today. I'm sure there's going to be many, many more from now till the end of the season. And to keep up to date with all of those, make sure you check us out here on AFTV. Also, um, wanted to say to uh, everybody, going to be over in Qatar next week um, doing the Asia Cup. Right, we're going to be over there. Um, so, and I'm get, I'm going to go and see a Japan game. So, I'm going to be really interested to see if Takerio uh, Tomiyasu plays. I um, really want to see him play. Um, but I'm going to be checking out a Japan game, and also Transfer Daily will be coming to you um, from Qatar. So, you know, we're going to be over there for about four or five days, and also coming to Ghana. In February, I've had so many messages from people from Ghana saying, "Oh, you're definitely coming." Yes, I'm definitely coming, and I can't wait um, to meet so many Ghanaian um, Arsenal fans. Listen, thanks for watching the show today, and we'll be back tomorrow with another transfer daily. Podcast Network.